Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only color fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Hello and welcome to Talking Trots WA and it's Friday which means two things. It's Gloucester Park Friday night and Talking Harness WA on SEN Track 657, also on your app and uh, a big show coming up. We're going to talk to the winning driver of the Oaks, Kim Prentice, and go through his career and what a career it's been as well, Inner Dominions and many, many features. Plus, we'll uh, deep dive into a few of the Gloucester Park races tonight and find you some winners with our man Scott Bomber-Hill and BK's back to give us a few tips interstate, uh, particularly in New South Wales. But uh, once again, our man Mortz has uh, um, got one more week off enjoying the break, and if you've been, been watching his Twitter feed. It's been quite amusing, uh, the carryings on on his holiday. But uh, for one more week, we've got our man, the running camel, standing by. And uh, it's a big welcome to Robbie Gartrell. Hello, Rob. Yes, good morning, Michael. It's, um, it's nice to be in Melbourne, actually, and uh, doing the program from uh, from this great town. I was fortunate enough to live here 10 years ago. And uh, if you like sport, Melbourne is a great place to be. And it's starting to crank up as well, Sporty Melbourne. There are crowds are back, and like like everywhere in Australia, which is really good. But uh, I really appreciate that uh, you you could we could actually organise this for you to be in Melbourne, and we can continue the show because it would have been very boring me sitting in a little room by myself. Well, I'm sure you would have managed. But um, well. <laughs> speaking of crowds, I did yes. want to ask you with our um, Gloucester Park tonight. Normally, when yes. the AFL comes to town, yes. i.e. in Perth, Gloucester Park tends to leave town or certainly changes nights. Um, wow, what's happened this year? Well, well, this one it was a decision, uh, well, in, in conjunction with Rawa, they, they wanted us to race on the Friday night, and there's 75%, so it's not the full 100% um, okay. on, on the, in the crowd, and, and also it's school holidays, so hopefully there's not as much pressure uh, for, for people, as many people in the city trying to get out, and obviously Trinity's not up and going, because if Trinity was up and going, the full... Um, the full uh, city crowd and a few other things. So it'll be interesting to see how how busy it does get. But um, you know, trainers and drivers, I'm, you know, it's, it's going to be a bit of an impost for them to to navigate tonight. But hopefully, it's a it's a little bit of a test to, to see how whether we can operate with the um, uh, the football, uh, and and hopefully we get a bit of a crowd uh, uh, pre because we've got an early start at four forty. Um, yeah, I was going to say, you know, first race at four forty. And yeah, the footy so starts at six ten. Six ten, the bounce so down. Sort of a little so bit of room there for the. Yeah, so hopefully, we hopefully get them for an hour or so, and uh, before they make their way over to to Optus Stadium. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's got to be interesting to see how it's actually um, it goes. It, probably the best time on a Friday night to to test it, yes. and, and we see how it goes. 
And there's no Gloucester Park parking tonight for the... Um, no, there's not. No, quarters. Bridge Bar, Gloucester Park's not. We just got to run the, the normal race meeting and, okay. and uh, yeah, and um, and, and try and, uh, try and uh, see how we go. And we had an interesting uh, night last week. Um, the lights at Gloucester Park, fairly important, they went out. Yeah, so th we're working with Western Power and we, we think we've found what the uh, the issue is with, with that and we're taking steps to correct it. Uh, they, they came back on, so it was a little bit of a delay, but um, uh, nowhere near the, the type of issue that we had last time where we need to hold... Um, uh, transformer replaced so um, th there's going to be significant work over the next sort of 12 months to, to make sure that uh, we're up to date because it is a bit of an aging infrastructure um, so uh, hopefully uh, you know we won't have any more issues because we've found that uh, fault and um, going forward uh, there'll be brand new infrastructure in there and uh, there, there won't be any issues so that that's that's the good part. We we know what we know what it is, and and we're we're taking steps to correct it, and and we got the power back on, which is the main oh, thing. We didn't want to we didn't want to send anyone home. There was some I know hoses. you called last drinks, Robbie, at one stage. <laughs> yeah. There so. was hoses over people's yeah. head, and I'm thinking, this um, this is going to be difficult. Being a big night and an Oaks night, and a uh, yeah. hundred to one winner to come, which we yes. didn't know at the time. But when those lights came on, um, there was a lot of happy people, I must say. No more happier than the man we're about to talk to. But before we do, this segment's brought to you by Steel Blue Boots, built for comfort, made for work. 736 stockists nationwide with a multi-layered shock-absorbing sole, premium-grade leather. Steel Blue Boots don't need wearing in, and we know that for sure because we wear them every day, the Steel Blue Boots. But, <laughs> Robbie, oh, yes. let's well, get, let's get, let's get straight into it. And uh, let's go back a week, and it was the Group 1 Oaks, the WA Group 1 Oaks, and uh, Benisari Lane had, the, as always in some of these big fillies races, the fence is the place to be, but it uh, takes a, a great drive to extricate at the right time, and that's what happened when Kim Prentice got Benisari Lane to the outside and proved too good in the WA Oaks. Always an angel, raced up, hit the front. On the outside, Miss Badika running a race. Blackjack Baby, Royal Essence out wide. A better beach bell can't get a run behind them. Into the straight, always an angel in front. Miss Badika the outside. Royal Essence down the centre and then better beach bell. Always an angel's in front though. Miss Badika, Benasari Lane at massive odds, but always an angel in front. Benasari Lane is flying on the outside. Benasari Lane in a boil over has won the Oaks from always an Angel and Miss Batika. Benasari Lane has finished like a bullet, always an angel, had it won. And then Benasari Lane has flown to win the Oaks at 100 to 1. Yeah, we've seen some boil overs in the Oaks in the last few years. Uh, our major mama and uh, has no fear spring to mind for Justin Prentice, but this time it was the Kim Prentice driven Ron Houston trained Benasari Lane. That gives me great pleasure to welcome you to the show, Kim Prentice. How are you, Kim? Good morning, boys. How are we? Very yeah, good. really good. And uh, look, it must have been uh, a great thrill because um, this filly, she was unwanted in the market, but uh, upsets in these in these oaks happen and, and you were good enough to take advantage of uh, the, the hot tempo. Yeah, look, um, yeah, Ronnie had been pulling his hair out for the last three or four weeks with Barry Draws and the way the races have been run, they've been walking and sprinting and that doesn't suit her. And, you know, we've known for a while that if we could get her to the Oaks and they run a, a good horse race for the 2500, if we'd be sensible early, uh, we might be able to earn a check and we earn the big one. And I don't think, I think your filly is probably 
the one that wasn't unsettled by the false starts. There was a few. There was a few others that got a bit fizzed up, but your your filly was uh, the one, the one that sort of didn't wasn't actually affected by it. Now look, um, every time there's a false start, I was, I was, I clapped my hands. I, I was loving it because all the other fillies were getting stirred up, and it was really funny. I, I worked on Tuesday for Ronnie and. Um, Dylan Quadrio's horse, who had the favourite in it, he had a young one over there, and we were halfway through our workout, and it threw itself on the track, so we had to stop, and then we had to go again. So um, she'd had a real good workout, and all these false starts, we were just laughing. So um, it worked in our favour. And uh, Kim, um, I heard Ron Hewson uh, be interviewed during the week, and he was extremely complimentary of your drive. Um, and I did like the way he put it. He said that you manoeuvred a couple of horses out of the way. And it was important you did that because the margin was so small. If any other, at any stage you had to got checked or, or got tangled up with another runner, then, then obviously you wouldn't be able to win the race. So I think your drive sitting, uh, sitting in seventh position uh, back on the pegs to get a couple of horses out of the way and then just time your run. You must have been, uh, you must have been pretty stoked when you, uh, when you found out you'd won the race. Yeah, I, I really was, Robbie. Like going down the back, they were all kind of stopping in his face, and um, you know I've had to um, get under Ryan Warwick and kind of push him out the way, and then coming around the bend, I, I went to a gap, and it was very tight, you know. And, and like you said, if if one of one on the outside had to come down, or the one on the inside had to come out and check me, you know, we wouldn't have won the race. But it was very tight. Um, but it didn't lock wheels, but just the stays of the wheels, I couldn't couldn't get past Emily and um yep. and once we did and she hit third I was I was happy enough with that and she just pins her ears back and tries so hard that little silly and um yeah <laughs> unbelievable she got the money yeah she sure did now I hope uh, Ronnie's taking you out for uh, dinner or something this week yeah yeah we uh going out Saturday night we got oh, four nice. in at Narragin but M- Mitch is doing the right thing and taking them over for us and um and then we're going to have a little party at home on Sunday on Anzac Day I think so yeah the good things to celebrate good. the Oaks wins and uh during this segment can we we like to sort of um go back a bit in time and and sort of talk about um you know the start of your your career and find out how you really got started in the industry yeah look um my dad's brother, uh, Bill Prentice, he was always a really good trainer down in Bummery. Dad used to help him. So, um, you know, I used to go to the trots all the time. But I really got involved when um met Debbie and, and married yep. Debbie. And, um, you know, we we went full-time. I used, we both used to work and, and then went full-time after a couple of years of having, you know, four or five in work. And... Um, yeah, um, because her, you know her father was Jack Lloyd, and and with Neil Lloyd and all that, they had a really good team of horses, and that's how I really got involved. And yeah, just learnt and watched everybody else. I learnt a lot from. He wouldn't know this, but I, I learned a lot from Justin Warwick just watching him. And yep. um, you know, you, you just got to live and learn the whole time. Yeah, and did you did you have um, much early success, or was it uh, you know a real work in progress? Oh, it was a work in progress, really, just having the the right horses and and that type of thing. But it was it was funny, it, like the, when the Bunbury track got redone and they demolished that and put the new track in. Yes, we had a 
you know, a few horses in work, but um, we used to go down the estuary and just go up our horses all the time, and, and that really made a difference. Um, you know, I, I really think you could get them to an, another level doing it that way, but, you know, a bit of success brought more success, and it just all went on from there, and, you know, you, you get a phone call and, you know, can you, you know, from Mark Congerton saying, you know, Bolton Teagle, he's, he's um, you know, had a lung problem. He's at Murdoch University. We want you to take him down on the beach and, and that type of... And it just goes from there. And, you know, in, inside of, you know, three months, we're winning group ones with him and, and then went to New Zealand and and got lucky over there. And, yeah, no, it just all, all goes on. Yeah, the Baltic... Balti Eagle side of things is um, obviously very, very exciting. I, I just just want to touch quickly, if I may, on your the driving side. Um, was did you come through as junior driver, or how did that work back in the early no, late nineteen hundreds? Back, back in the old days, mate. They just <laughs> have junior. <laughs> no, I just just kind of self-taught. Yeah. Um, and then. I learnt, funny enough, I learnt so much from a guy that never driven the horse, Russell Beck. Oh, yes. Um, I, I learnt so much from him, just tactics and riding horses, you know. Um, and it's the same when when we won the, the Fremantle Cup, you know. Um, we just went through what we had to do um, to make High Stoner work really hard. Um, you know, they all do it now. You've got to run from the 12 to the 8, so those ones making ground are making it really hard for you. But, um, yeah, Betsy taught me so much um, going through that, those stages. Um, and, um, you know, he taught Justin, um, my son, as well. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I love driving. I, I wouldn't say I was, you know, no Chris Lewis or Gary or Junior, but I... You know, I, I really love the driving side of things, which is great. Well, Kim, we've got the stats guru Alan Parker to send us through your yeah. stats. You, you, you've got career wins as a driver, nine hundred and seventy-eight. So you're just off the thousand. That'll come up, I'd imagine, this year. Nineteenth of all time on the WA drivers list, and four, yeah, four hundred and sixty-one of those have been in Perth. As a trainer, you've trained nine hundred and seven with 377 being in Perth, but you're ninth on the all-time uh, trainers list, which is some achievement considering the trainers like Fred Kerslick, Coulson, Paul Senior, and those, and you're right up there with them. Um, you mentioned Baltic Eagle. Let's go back yes. a few years, uh, 2003, uh, back to Addington, and let's listen to uh, Kim Prentice taking out the Inter-Dominion at Addington with uh, Baltic Eagle. They head for home. The Thunderdown under Pacers grand final. And Baltic Eagle swings for home. And he's got up a full head of steam. Down the straight he comes. Baltic Eagle. They can't run him down. Here comes Mont Denver goal with a late run. Baltic Eagle, Western Australia. They go to the line. Baltic Eagle. Kim Prentice, hand in the air. He loves this moment. Mont Denver goal is second. And Holmes DG has flown into third. I bet you did love that moment, Kim. I certainly did, mate. It was, it was honestly, it was about five or six weeks—the best weeks of, of our lives. Um, you know, Debbie and the boys come over for the for the last um, 
10 days of it and uh, it was you know, it was really good. They weren't three heats in, in one week. It was a heat every week and we stayed at Davy Butts on the beach and uh, it was just unbelievable. And and more recently, you're, you're probably Soho Tribeca. You had a great run with him. It's, it's a shame that um, we only had him for a short period of time because he looked like he was going to be, you know, one of the next big stars on... on uh, on the Australian harness racing, not only performance over here, but that performance in the Miracle Mile was just staggering. Yeah, he, um, yeah, he, he was unbelievable in the in the short term. Um, yeah, that that run in the Miracle Mile, um, you know, to luckily to to um, you know win the Pacing Cup with him after the disappointment of the Inters. You know, he won two heats and ran second and. You know, a lot of people didn't didn't know the the problem we had going into the final um, because he was physically and and more so mentally still immature. He just started pulling and being absolutely stupid, and um, you know I, I was absolutely crapping myself going in the final that he was going to over race and everything like that, and so we had to just come out find a spot and stay there, and you know things just didn't pan out, but. Luckily enough, we're, um, you know, from the same barrier as the Philly on Friday night, Barrier 8, and um, we worked our way to the front and won the Pacing Cup and won it very easy. But during those, those times, it's a little bit Baltic Eagle, Falcon Strike, um, you know, Soho Tribeca and Chicago Bull, um, you know, every time they met, it was just incredible. It was, it was, I just love those moments. It's really good. Yeah, exciting times. And, and you had, with Soho Tribeca and a few of the Soho horses, um, a strong relationship with uh, Rob Watson. How did that owner-trainer relationship come about, Kim? Oh, a while ago now, Rob. Um, yep. it, he, he just, you know, rang me. I trained a, a couple of horses for him early on, and it's just gone from uh, strength to strength. And, you know, we've brought a... A few from New Zealand and, you know, Franco Edward and Franco Ecuador, they've done a, you know, really good job and um, will be really nice horses in in the future, hopefully. And, um, no, Rob's always been there. Like, he he, um, didn't have a very good sale on on Sunday in Melbourne. unfortunately. Um, We get one of them back. It was just a very disappointing sale. But, um, you know, for Rob, you know, he, he's a, a really lovely man, but he wears his heart on his sleeve and, um, yes. you know, he, he does wonderful things for a lot of people and, um, you know, he's, you know, he spends a, a fortune on, on breeding. I think he's put 32 mares in foal this year, um, you know, and, yep. um, yeah, yeah, he's a great man to have in the industry. He, he sure is, and, and as you say, he, I don't think people realise some of the things he does behind the scenes. Um, and he certainly was, uh, during the, the Inter-Dominion, we had the international drivers out, he actually took them around and, and did a few things with them, which was, was really great. Kim, uh, mate, great talking to you. I think we could talk for another half an hour, but uh, we, we, we've got to get into some tips as well, mate. Thanks for your time. Good luck, and um, we'll see you at the track very shortly. No worries, boys. Thanks, Thanks Kim. There we go, Kimmy Prentice, who uh, had, had a great career. I mean, 
um, Robbie didn't talk about Montana Anna, one of no. my favourite fillies, uh, and a few others. But uh, the I'll odd lover, there's a few there. To yeah, go fake embrace. And I tell you what, if Mortz was here, he would have had a few more because he's had a few nice horses with with Kim as well over the years. Oh, uh, one man. horse he's actually, yeah, one horse he's actually got good at going well at the moment is Extradite. Um, who's who's been going really well, but unfortunately on Friday night uh, after leading, he, he he ran into a couple of really nice horses. As we go to the break, uh, Extradite was in front, but I tell you what, Perfect Major returned to the track and he looked very very good. As we go to the break, let's listen to Perfect Major winning the first from last week. Camp right over them though. Stess Best travels really boldly. On the inside is Kiwi Bloke and they're clear from Thompson Bay, Bay who's getting into the clear and wider out is Rakas Singers. They corner. Third quarter, 28.2 around the bend they run. Hitting the front, perfect major. Stess Best is after it and now Thompson Bay to the outside. Extradite battles on as they corner. In the straight, perfect major in front. Gets away now from Extradite. Stess Best is coming down the outside and then Thompson Bay but in front, perfect major. Great performance first up holding Steph's best at bay and perfect major is one photo second it might be kiwi bloke and knows Steph's best in an oliveri trifecta you're listening to talking trots with morts and michael radley on sen track this is talking trots with morts and michael radley on sen track Galactic start leads Volt and Tim put under some pressure. I'm full of excuses, travels well. Voke is in search of this travel and he bullocks away and he gets out three wide now. He's trying to get trapped in again and Tiro's trying to bullock him in but he's into the clear now to give chase and whose idea was this? Got up on the inside. Galactic star in front on the turn. Third quarter, 27-9. I'm full of excuses. Whose idea was this? And still there, Volt and Tim. Galactic star's in front. I'm full of excuses. Volt and Tim's lunging now. It's Galactic star Volton Tin Galactic star Volton Tin he might have got there right on the line Volton Tin from Galactic star and he's hung on Galactic star has hung on by nose from Volton Tin he's just got there yeah, the barest possible for Never Galactic Star Fulton <laughs> Tin. Well, you were walking up and down. <laughs> I was. Very anxious, but you've got the cash there with Galactic Star. And they'll clash again uh, this week, and we'll have a look at that race in the next segment uh, with those two uh, horses. But before we welcome in uh, our man Bomber Hill, this segment's brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better in a Bayswater Mazda. Corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads. Our man Anthony, go in and see the team. They'll look after you. Great, reliable cars, the Mazdas. And I'm seeing more and more of my friends buying Mazdas, including Mort's. Uh, Patricia from Gloucester Parks bought one. Where uh, everyone's buying a, a Mazda and there's no better place than Bayswater Mazda. Uh, let's welcome to the show our uh, form expert, Scott Bomber-Hill. How are you, Bomber? Very well, thanks, guys. How are you? Very good. Yeah, not too bad. And uh, interesting card tonight. 11 races. We've got it, uh, the Bullions uh, for the first couple of races for APG, the follow-up to that, uh, the uh, the Sales Classic. But uh, tell you what, it's a, it's a fairly open meeting tonight. There's a few uh, few really, really good betting races. Yeah, it is. It's, um, yeah, we plenty of value, I think. Uh, we've, we've sort of shopped the value across the four races we're looking at. And, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, hopefully if we can land one or two, there's going to be a result for us. Yeah, the first race is early. It's at 4.40. The first race we got to look at is race number three. It's the Worldwide Printing three-year-old pace, and uh, it's over the 21.30 metres. And this is uh, a really good three-year-old race. The only one missing is Laverage Joe, who will probably go around in the country derby next week at uh, Bunbury. 
but let's have a look at the market. The Barry draws made it very interesting. Sugar Street returned to racing with a win at Bunbury last week, five fifty to five dollars from the pole. Power Play at fourteen dollars. B Rock Hard at nine fifty and solid. C Ryan Fly forty one dollars. American Bullet one oh one. Mufasa at $81. The favourite, Jumping Jack Mack for the Halls, $1.70 in from $1.90. It's the favourite, Strike Team at $41. And Soundwave outside the front line at $101. Inside the back line, we have Mighty Ronaldo for, Nort, uh, for Morts. We're going to hear him cheering all the way from his uh, caravan park. And Overjoyed at $41. Bomber, great race. How do you see it? Yeah, well, I actually hope we are hearing Morts cheering down there and... Uh... He's having a bit of trouble down there with a the grumpy grandma next door, but uh, <laughs> he might be the one making the noise tonight, hopefully. Yeah, um, exactly. Mighty Ronaldo, he was sensational down at Bunbury last week. He uh, he gave Labrajo a, a pretty significant lead there, and Labrajo, leader to leader, ran his last half in 54-6, and Mighty Ronaldo gave him a massive start, 15 metres to the 800, and you know, got a little bit of a check and pushed back even further. He, I clocked Mighty Ronaldo at 54-2 his last half and, and the, the last quarter at 26-7. Um, but yeah, the, the thing is, it, probably between the 500 and the 100, I reckon he's gone even quicker than that 26-7. He just exploded when the gap opened up for him. And uh, I think tonight he sits either leaders back or three pegs. I just hope that uh, Vokey holds the front with... Um, with Sugar Street and uh, Jumping Jack Mack has to sit outside him. And if those two, you know, if they, they lock horns off the back and, and this little fellow, Mighty Ronaldo, gets a crack, he's going to be very, very hard to beat. We know that time is with no fluke. He's always been quite quick and he just needs a scenario that I think he's going to get tonight. Well, I know Senior um, Bomber has a, has a major opinion of Jumping Jack Mack, so it's going to be a big test for Mighty Ronaldo. Um, and the last word... Um, Senior actually said he, he's expecting to sit in the breeze. Um, it's a hard race for him. Won't be easy. Hard to fold him, though. And he should show some improvement. So um, you're going with Mighty Ronaldo. What's what's your staking plan there, Bomber? Yeah, he's a one-unit bet. Yeah, huge respect for jumping yep. Jack Mack, obviously. But I just think he gets the right run tonight, Mighty Ronaldo. All right. That's uh, our bet. The three-year-old Mighty Ronaldo. And more to be glad that you're on the side tonight. All right, let's have a look at the next race, and it's race number five. It's uh, one of the features. It's the Johnson uh, group, uh, at Group 3 level for the uh, fillies and mares, over the 21.30 metres, and the, the uh, Howlets have a big part to play in this. Star of Diamonds, 165 is favourite from the pole. Uh, better, better Grin and Barrett at 91. Better Copper Good One, 91. Has No Fear at $21 in from 26. Zozo Magogo at 101. Heaven's Showgirl, who's been in great form, 420. We were at 41, Leap of Faith at 41, suing you outside the front line at 81. Then inside the back uh, line is the very smart Sun Beach Party at 420, in from 440. Savvy Bromac at 15, and Nikasa at $41. Good race, Bomber, and once again, sets up really interesting with the Barry draw. Yeah, it is a good race. There's some, yeah, some really, really nice mares here, and um, I, I went with some beach party. I think she gets the cosy run on the stable mates back here, and uh, I just hope Heaven Showgirl heads up outside of um, the one horse, which I think she will. Uh, and you know, if they go for it at the six or eight hundred, Junior's going to be sitting pretty there on their leaders back. And uh, you know, we know she's capable of reeling off a pretty good sectional from that sort of scenario. And uh, you know, 
I just think that the one is certainly the horse to beat, but very, very short. And uh, Heaven Showgirl, she's come up with a pole draw in all three starts in WA. So massive test for her tonight. And we don't know whether she's going to stand up to that or she punches. And, and either way, some beach party's going to be there ready to pounce. So, yeah, I thought she was a nice bet. So crucial she gets a late look at them, obviously, Bomber. So um, how are you looking at playing race five? Yeah, another one unit bet. I think she's you know just just above a right price. So um, yeah, nice value for a mare that's going to get the right run. Yeah, she's very smart. We know that from the Mayor's Classic. All right, let's take a break here as we go to the break. Here's a bit of trivia for you. This is from Alan Parker. He loves his trivia and his stats. Gary Hall Jr. is win on Let's Get Messy at Bunbury on Saturday night. Notched up his 3,206 uh, 3, career win as a driver, equaling his father's record as a trainer. Their level, as a, uh, one as a driver, one as a trainer. Um, and uh, it's a little bit, a bit of Game trivia. On. And he did... He, sorry? Game on between the Game, two. Yeah, I'm, I'm tipping Jr. will go past him tonight <laughs> with a couple. Uh, or in the next couple of days, drivers always obviously tra- uh, drive a lot more than... Sure. Uh, trainers uh, usually but uh, let's go back a week and uh, Mortz wouldn't have liked to hearing the, the replay of the Oaks but uh, he would have liked to listen to this replay of Let's Get Missy and Gary Hall Jr. winning his 3,206 career win coming towards the turn. The Swiss Maestro's in front, but hasn't crossed down. Jesse Jones still in for the fight. Let's get Messi screaming for the sprint lane now. Junior down to the inside. Can Let's Get Messi get there? Down the outside, Rockin' Jetstar. It's the Swiss Maestro. Let's Get Messi's going to fly. The Swiss Maestro. Here come Let's Get Messi through along the inside. Takes the lead and wins. Let's Get Messi beats second. The Swiss Maestro. Jesse Jones clung to third. On the outside, Rockin' Jetstar. Behind those there, we had Triple Bree. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mortz and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mortz and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Up to the turn, though. Not a better denario is nicely clear. Doing it well. Battle Packet sticks on now. Out wider on the track, but side wider still coming on. Sarge's centre. Rebel with a grin is out wider. And Beyond Guard is back on the inside, but not a better denario. He's well out in front up the straight. Battle Packet. Sarge. But side one to the outside. And then came Rebel with a grin. Doing it well over the final stages, though. Not a better denario from Battle Packet. Beyond Guard gets through. Sarge battles on, but not a better denario. Wins it well from second Battle Packet. Third the inside be on guard from Sarge. Yeah, not a bit of a denario. That was a uh, victory to the halls combining there. And uh, it's in race number eight tonight, $23. Emily Suvalko is driving. First drive, I think, for the hall stable for Emily Suvalko. They have got four in, so he's looking for drivers. Um, senior, obviously, and junior is on Diego at 140 uh, in race number eight. Uh, this segment's brought to you by Retrovision, your local WA electrical appliance specialist. RAC members receive an additional 5% every day. That's on the special. That's on everything. That's 5% off um, off the, the mark price, and uh, they're the best in electrical appliances. I've got my noise-cancelling headphones that uh, cancels the world out for me, which is fantastic, and uh, there's not a better place to, to buy your electrical appliances than Retrovision and our man, Glenn Mortimer.
All right, uh, let's jump straight into the next race we're going to have a look at, uh, and it is um, the free-for-all. Uh, we heard the uh, the race at the start of the last segment with Galactic Star and Volton Tin, and this is the Tab Touch free for all over the 21.30 metres. And as we have a look at the Tab Touch market uh, for the uh, the brand that funds the industry, and we have Val Bon at 31 into 26 dollars, Bracken Sky 26 dollars, uh, Stroke of Luck at 3.80, Babyface Adder for our man Cody at 71 dollars, Elmfield Excuses are in third last week at 8.50. Now the two big guns, they've drawn the outside. We've got Galactic Star, 185 out to two dollars, back into 195, and Volton Tin, he was 350 to 370, now a touch back into 360. But uh, tell you what, this is another really good race. There wasn't much in it last start between Galactic Star and Volton Tin. Can we expect the same thing, Bomber? I think, uh, yeah, last time Galactic Star, you know, sort of waltzed to a pretty easy lead from an inside draw. I think tonight, he, I'm not sure whether they go forward or back. They might let it unfold. Bit of speed underneath. You know, either way, he's going to have to work at some point. Where, and I think Volton Tin, you know, this horse, he's just an absolute marvel. He's probably in the, in the form of his career, really, at the ripe old age of nine. And... You know, he's been happy to do the work at a couple of his recent starts last week against Galactic Star, where he sat outside him in 55-7. And, you know, you know, as you touched on before, just earlier there, he poked his nose in front right after the line, and he was strongest to the line there. The start before against Texas Tiger, he breezed in a 55-2 last half there, and even then he was still... He just doesn't know when to give it away, this bloke. He just keeps on coming. And I think, uh, you know, Emily will either roll around to the breeze if if that, that permits, or if he can just come with one run from the thousand, and we know that uh, he, he will just keep to keep eating up the line this bloke. So we want a bit of pressure on up front early. I'd love to see him sit back and come with one run, but if he has to go to the breeze, we know he's capable, and yeah, he's going to be in this up to his ears. Yeah, there might be a bit of cat and mouse at the start, Bomber. I think um, from Galactic Galactic Star's point of view, we'd probably like to keep in front of Alton Tin if we can, but um, you know he is the Pacing Cup winner, so he's going to be hard to hold out. A um, couple of uh, interesting new free-for-all runners in the race as well, like the Valbonne. So um, what's your staking plan here, Bomber? Yeah, he's, yeah, a lot of respect for your bike, obviously, Galactic Star, Rob. But, uh, yeah, just as you say, it, it could become quite tactical, and yes. I think that probably suits Volt and Tin more. So two-unit bet, Volt and Tin tonight. Two units for Volton 10. All right, and the last race we're going to have a look at is the 10th race. It's the Western Australian uh, pace over the 21.30 metres. We have better award, uh, $21 into $6. We all know he's a he's a great front runner, and obviously some punters out there think that he's going to find the front behind to run around. It's a big move, 21 into $6. We have a talker up 71. Happy as Larry, 205 out to 220. Rock Me Over is at $11. Whose idea was this at 380? Lord Roscoe at 550 and Quick Stride is at 850. How do you see the race, Bomber? Yeah, I'd love to see a few of these launch off the gate. And I think with that horse in one and the support coming, he's going to be looking to hold up. But plenty of speed outside with as happy as Larry. And they might even have a crack with Lord Roscoe tonight. He was, he's got lightning gate speed, as we know. I'd love to see the three of them hook up early and really go for it. And the bloke that just sits out in the back here is Quick Stride. He, he has a really, really electric turn of foot when uh, just when able to just do nothing early and he can sit last here and only be two or three lengths off them has just yeah that high speed that he has at the back end of his races when they do run along in front just going to be very very close and get his opportunity at a very good price i think and um ross oliveri he um 
he said in the last word, which uh, was brought to us by Timmy Walker, that quick strides running, you know, he's running good, honest race. He's a very fast horse. He'll be sitting there and coming home strong. So um, we're hoping you're coming home strong in race 10, Bomber. What's your staking plan? Yeah, I think he's a ripper, ripper price, this bloke. And, the, you know, just small fields suit him down to the ground. So, yeah, one unit bet at a really good price. Beautiful. All right, so quick stride to get the cash. He's got the cash for us before uh, at a quarter. <laughs> but he's a big price that night. Uh, hopefully he does it for us again. Bomber, thanks for your time, and uh, we'll speak to you next week. No worries, guys. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the night. Thanks, Mike. Beautiful. There's our man, Scott Bomber Hill, with all our tips for um, for tonight's meeting. All right, uh, last week was the Battle of Bunbury at, um, at Bunbury, and... Uh, Scott's already spoken about Mighty Ronaldo and his performance. Uh, next Friday night will be the Country Derby at Bunbury, and Lavra Joe will be lining up. And uh, Lavra Joe, he, re- he found the front. Uh, probably didn't win as authoritatively as uh, some people expected, but tell you what, uh, he's still the benchmark for three-year-olds. As we go to the break, let's uh, listen to Lavra Joe in the Battle of Bunbury. It's Lavra Joe heading off the back section of the course, leading the way clearly. Second place there is Penny Tiger. He's right there with him, 27.1. Now Mighty Ronaldo starts to dash home powerfully, gets to third. Dominus Factum raised the white flag as well, and Carabao to the turn. It's Lavra Joe in front. On the outside, Penny Tiger. Can he knock him off? It's Lavra Joe in front. Penny Tiger gets within three parts of a length. Then came Mighty Ronaldo down the straight. Lavra Joe draws clear. It's another one for Lavra Joe. He's too big. Too strong, too good. Lavra Joe wins. Penny Tiger not disgraced in second with Mighty Ronaldo an exceptional run third. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. It's Silent Major, a metre in front. Mark Dan's flat chat, the outside still coming. Three metres somewhere, Secret Like a Wildfire is trying to pick up. Malcolm's with them down the outside from Major Meister. Silent Major, Mark Dan. Silent Major, Mark Dan. Silent Major, Mark Dan. There's nothing between them. Silent Major, Mark Dan. Mark Dan's just coming home the better. And Mark Dan, what a brilliant performance. He's a star. And Mark Dan takes out the Muldura Cup and beats Silent Major by a head. Four metres somewhere, Secret third. I think Malcolm comes rhythm fourth. Mac Dan got the better for another victory for the Emma Stewart stable in the Mildura Cup, beating Silent Major, who had been racing in WA and went back and won the heat of the Mildura Cup and then uh, was a great performance to run second. And this segment's brought to you by uh, Loans 123, Car Loans Debt Consolidations. All your personal finance needs, who do you see? Steve Sell at Loans123, loans123.com.au, and they're great supporters of sport and uh, also this show, Talking Harness WA. Another great supporter is our man BK in uh, New South Wales. And BK, how's your week been, mate? Uh, saw you uh, tweeting away from the Shangri-La. Yeah, mate, so I might need to get on the Loans123 there <laughs> after that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've yes. had a good week, uh, but we need some winners, and we're going to back to our favourite track on Friday night at Royal Newcastle. Yeah, beautiful. It's a great place to be, Newcastle. And uh, what have you got for us uh, at Newcastle tonight? We're going to start off with race three, number five, Max Power. Uh, very nice horse, this one. It's one five from 15, three from, three from nine at the track. Four from nine at the mile journey, which is important tonight. It's had two starts back from a spell. 
first up, it was massive in the uh, heat of the intercity pace at Maitland. We know that's a good quality race. Uh, led from gate five, managed to end second there to military man. It just had zero luck whatsoever in the final. It ran last. Just completely forget about that. Will Rickson steps into the gig tonight. It'll be crossing to the lead here, uh, hopefully holding up and then going bang in the straight with its sprint with the main danger for mine on its back here, uh, Alison, which is going pretty well, actually, that horse. But, look, I think Max Power's got enough speed to lead it. And if uh, Will can hold it up and hold it up and hold it up and be patient, he'll go bang in the straight. So race three, number five, Max Power. Around the street, all eighty mark. Looks good enough for me. Beautiful. Race then we're going to go to race six, sir. Uh, yeah, there looks two main hopes here. Number five, the favourite, Hot and Gold. It was a pretty nice win first up. Uh, look, it didn't exactly... They ran good time here at Newcastle. They went 54-2, but it didn't... The form wasn't hugely strong there. And I'm going to go with the other value and the other horse in the race, which looks the, the main pick. Number one, better be kept. Better value around the $3.20 for mine. Look, the gate might be a bit of a concern. It hasn't drawn inside yet in its two starts. But I did like the way uh, on debut here. They only went 57-3, but it was a way that, that rounded them up. It looked like being no hope of winning that race there and a lot easier race, no doubt. But it was just a super run to win. And then it went to Menangle and ran fifth. And, uh, look, they went 51-9. But the, the more important thing there for me is they got home in 54 flat. And this one made a little bit of ground late. It looked like a, it looks like a nice improver here. And with a slight question mark on the five, for mine, and the five also is first up from the 12th of March, so it's had five weeks off, probably a little niggle there, obviously. I just think Better Be Kept has got a little bit of scope for improvement there, so race six, number one, around the $3.20 mark. And then hopefully, and... Uh, yeah, race seven we're going to go to in the, for the last, and we're going to do one of my little place plays that I like to do, possibly something each way, actually, maybe on a one-by-four basis, and we're going with number nine, Rock and Roll Tony, who was massive last time, to be honest. Uh, behind My Ultimate Byron. And uh, My Ultimate Byron went out um, Tuesday at Menangle and absolutely blitzed a field there. It looks like a, a star in the making. They ran 2,000 metres in that last race. And Rock and Roll Tony is more of a sit sprinter from mine, but it managed to get to the death seat there and hold on for third, and they got home in 56-7. So I thought it was a massive run uh, last start. Better suited here inside second row for a little place bet. Number one, Ghostly Courage has got a bit of speed and probably a place chance too at the $4.40, to be honest. But I just think uh, on a one-by-four basis, race seven, number nine, Rock and Roll Tony gets held up for one run with Tommy Ison in the gig. It looks pretty hard to beat. Slight question mark on the seven for my Genesequois, uh, the favourite. Uh, I don't think it beat much, to be honest, on debut and got a fairly easy lead. So I think that might be under the odds. Number 10, Brooks Smart Dancer is going pretty well and it's probably around the right odds, around the $3 mark. But the $7 will have something each way on race 7, number 9, Rock and Roll Tony. BK, as always, been a pleasure and good luck at uh, Royal Newcastle today. Thanks, guys. I hope you have a good weekend and hopefully Morts will uh, not get in too many arguments with the grandmother next to him <laughs> at the campsite. Oh, mate, it's been entertaining, hasn't it? <laughs> It'd be great to have him back next week. Thanks, BK. We'll see you next week. As well. All right, uh, there's BK. And, we, and we've got a double from uh, our man Bomber as well. Yeah, we forgot yeah. to give it to you before. It's, uh, this, is a good thing, this is a good thing w, double. Race 7, number 2, Hampton Bamlin across the park at 132 into race 11, number 1, Boom Time mm. at 140. That double is 184, and that's just that's free money. That's a five-unit free money bet. And so he, there we he go. was very upbeat on it, wasn't he? Yeah, 7-2, 11-1, and uh, free money, five units at 184. Well, uh, 
Robbie, mate, thanks for your time for the last two weeks. Uh, Mort's is back next week, um, but uh, mate, it's been a great pleasure having you, and uh, thanks thanks for your work uh, over the last two weeks. Thanks, Michael. It's been fun. I thought Robbie and Rads might continue <laughs> on, but uh, obviously Mort's is the man. It uh, might be Robbie. Uh, might be Mort's and Robbie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Thanks for your time. Have enjoy Melbourne and um, and uh, have a good weekend. And uh, thanks for your time, everyone. More to be back next week. And uh, until next week, it's bye for now. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.